Welcome to St James, a Scottish Episcopal Church in Leith. This podcast is an edited recording from our all-age Sunday morning service held on February 25th, 2024. For news and information and to find out how to join us, please visit stjamesleith.org.uk. Welcome to our second service in Lent, which is uh, an all-age service, and we look forward to Joe, um, is going to look at the book, The Cow Who Climbed a Tree, and it's amazing, we're doing St. Paul in uh, our Lent groups, it's amazing how much deep theology you get from children's books, Um, and I have to say a lot more accessible than Paul. So we have Gemma Mourinho and Rowan Williams going on in, in Lent. But uh, it's, it, seriously, some of the uh, uh, theology um, in children's book is absolutely amazing. So I'm looking forward to that uh, later on. Uh, welcome to everyone on Zoom. I've been told, I think, it's that, I get it wrong at the beginning. I think it's that camera, is that right? Yes. To wave? Yes. Let's look at it. So we just say hello to everyone at Zoom and welcome uh, them to, to our service. So we'll start in the usual way, which is, I'm going to invite uh, Joni to come up, um, the singing bowl will ring, Joni to come up and light the candle and invite those at home to light their candle to join what's happening here in the building to all the churches that are happening at home. Anything 
be seated. Before we move into our time of confession and our colics, let's just have a moment of quiet and do what that song says. Just bring everything to God. Bring everything that's on your mind, bring your joys, bring your happiness, bring your anxieties, bring your fear, whatever it is, silently in a time of quiet, bring all that you are, all that you have to God. Loving God, we thank you that we can truly bring everything to you, that we can bring all our lives, that we can trust you with that. So loving God, help us continually to be real and honest with you so that we may grow increasingly into your likeness. Amen. first reading is taken from Romans chapter 4 verses 13 to 25. For the promise that he would inherit the world did not come to Abraham or to his descendants through the law but through the righteousness of faith. If it is the adherents of the law who are to be the heirs, faith is null and the promise is void. For the law brings wrath but where there is no law, neither is there violation. For this reason, it depends on faith, in order that the promise may rest on grace and be guaranteed to all his descendants, not only to the adherents of the law, but also to those who share the faith of Abraham, for he is the father of all of us. As it is written, I have made you the father of many nations in the presence of the God in whom he believed, who gives life to the dead and calls into existence the things that do not exist. Hoping against hope, he believed that he would become the father of many nations, according to what was said, so numerous shall your descendants be. He did not weaken in faith when he considered his own body, which was already as good as dead, for he was about a 100 years old, or when he considered the barrenness of Sarah's womb. No distrust made him waver concerning the promise of God, but he grew strong in his faith as he gave glory to God, being fully convinced that God was able to do what he had promised. Therefore, his faith was reckoned to him as righteousness. 
Now, the words, it was reckoned to him, were written not for his sake alone, but for ours also. It will be reckoned to us who believe in him, who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead, who was handed over to death for our trespasses and was raised for our justification. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Our Gospel reading this morning is taken from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 8, verses 31 to 38. Glory Glory to Christ Christ, our Saviour. Then he began to teach them that the Son of Man must undergo great suffering and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests and the scribes and be killed and after three days rise again. He said all this quite openly and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But turning and looking at his disciples, he rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan, for you are setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. He called the crowd with his disciples and said to them, If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who would want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel will save it. For what will it profit them to gain the whole world and forfeit their life? Indeed, what can they give in return for their life? Those who are ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation of them the Son of Man will also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. This is the Gospel, good news for all. Praise Praise to you, O Christ. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable to you, O God, our, our Redeemer. Amen. So today, our theme is about faith. It's about being brave. It's about trusting God, even when we don't understand or know the outcome. Now, I don't know about you, but when I don't understand something, and when I don't know what's going to happen, I'm scared. It's quite scary, isn't it? In our reading from Romans... Paul reminds us of the story of Abraham and how Abraham had faith in God, even though what God promised seemed very hard to believe. And it might even have seemed impossible, ridiculous and nonsense to those around him. 
For Abraham believed in God, and he knew that God was with him every step of the way. Abraham had that sort of faith. Now, sometimes we may feel that God may have something for us to do, which we may not yet understand or feel that we can do, and that can be scary. So I want to tell you a story, and it's a kind of parable in the form of a children's book. And I'm going to need my helpers to come and help me. Okay. Okay. So now my story is about a cow called Tina. And Tina, you might have spotted climbing up, um, not the tree in this case, but the lectern. So just come and stand from there. Called The Cow Who Climbed a Tree. And it's kind of a parable because when Jesus told parables, he told us stories that made us think. And I want you to think about who you might be in this story when we tell you. I've got my own Greek chorus here, okay? Do you want to hold up your, your cows? You might want to stand up so that you can, we can hear you. That's what I'm worried about, just get closer, okay? And that's Tina, and these are Tina's three sisters, okay? So here we begin, okay? Tina was a very curious cow. She had a thirst for discovery. Her mind was full of wonderful things, all of, of which her sisters found very silly. Okay. Impossible. Hold them up. That's it. Impossible, ridiculous nonsense, they would cry every time she told them of her amazing ideas. Her sisters were only interested in one thing, fresh and juicy grass. One day, when Tina was exploring the woods, she, tried, she decided to try something new. She began to climb. She began to climb a tree. Up and up she went. And at the top, Tina couldn't believe her eyes. What can she see? <laughs> Unlike the fierce dragons she had seen in her books, this one was friendly and vegetarian. <laughs> All afternoon, they talked about wonderful dreams and incredible stories. Tina couldn't wait to tell her sisters about her new friend. But her sisters were not impressed. Dragons don't exist, and cows can't climb trees. Impossible, ridiculous nonsense, they said. And with that, they went to bed. But the next morning, Tina was nowhere to be seen. 
her sisters found a note and it said, gone flying with the dragon of the woods, Tina. <laughs> well, that was it. Tina's nonsense had gone too far. They're looking very grumbly now, okay? <laughs> yes. The, decide, the, the sisters decided to go and find her and bring her home. For the first time, they ventured beyond the farm and into the woods. And they had never imagined that it would be so beautiful. And then they came across something very strange. Impossible, they said. But the first cow began to climb. One after another, up they went. And the world beyond the fields was extraordinary. But where was Tina? Suddenly, the cows looked up. There we go. Look up. Your cow's going to look up. Yeah, yeah. It was impossible, it was ridiculous, it was nonsense, but it was true. Tina was flying. And when she asked her sisters to join her, they said something they had never said before. Yes, why not? And after that, they couldn't wait to see what else was possible. <laughs> they even flew up to the moon, I think. Have a look at the next slide. There we go. Great, thank you. That's great. Okay. So, that was the story. Now, I wonder who you might have been in that story. Were you like Tina, brave and bold, stepping out, or, or should I say climbing up into the unknown? Or were you like these three sisters here who just want to eat juicy green grass and keep things safe and normal? Or are you a bit of both? Sometimes brave and sometimes, well, not so much. Now don't worry if you don't feel brave because the Bible has many, many examples of people who did not feel very brave. A few weeks ago, we heard about Jonah, who ran away as fast as he could and as far as he could in the other direction. And then we have Isaiah and Jeremiah, both great prophets who have their doubts in their capability and their suitability to do God's work. But one thing that we can hold on to, and one thing that was true for them all, was that God was with them. Every step of the way, through the easy times and the not so easy times. 
And that promise is true for us too. Isaiah puts it this way. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. Being brave is not easy, but we have God on our side. If we are brave and dare to step out, step out with God, who knows, like the sisters in our story, what amazing things we will see and we will achieve. Things that seemed impossible, ridiculous and nonsense may turn out to be possible, amazing and fantastic. So I want to leave you with this last slide, which says, and it's the words are also up here. Be brave, said the spirit. Wait, said, the, said fear. Have courage, said the soul. Not yet, said worry. Have faith, said the heart. So let's have faith. With our God, we can do amazing things. Amen. Now, for our prayers this morning, I was inspired by a picture that I found on the internet. Okay. And the picture is of a big blackboard and on this blackboard, it says, your fears are erased here daily. Isn't that a wonderful thought? Your fears are erased here daily. And I thought that would be really good for our prayers this morning. And so it's fear that often holds us back, stops us from doing things. And so what I want you to do is take a few moments to bring before God in your minds a fear or something that's holding you back or it may be a fear for the world or for anything anything that you either that you feel fearful about today and then I'm going to invite you in a few minutes to come and write a word up on our blackboards here and then what we're going to do is when everyone who feels like they would like to write a word or draw a symbol or a picture, just something that means something to you that you want to offer to God, we're going to say a prayer and we're going to wipe those fears away, giving them to God. Okay. So for those of you who are at home, if you, you might want to write something down on a piece of paper and then maybe rub it out when we come to the part of the prayer at the end. So let's just take a few moments to be silent and to think about things that may be holding us back or worrying us or that we're fearful of. And then when you're ready, come forward and write them on the board. Okay, just a word or a picture or a symbol. So let's take that time now to think about that and offer it to God.
So when you're ready, do come and write your words. Worship and praise belong to you, maker of light and darkness. Your wisdom draws beauty from chaos, brings a harvest out of sorrow, and leads the exiles home. In Christ your Son, enemies are reconciled, debts forgiven, and strangers made welcome. Your Spirit frees us to live as sons and daughters in God's house. We who by Christ's power follow the way of the cross sharing the joy of his obedience. Now offer you our praise with angels and archangels and the whole company of heaven, singing the hymn of your unending glory.
Glory and thanksgiving be to you, most loving Father, for Christ in whom the world is reconciled. Lifted on the cross, his suffering and forgiveness spanned the gulf of our sins had made. And through that dark struggle, death was swallowed up in victory, that life and light might reign. At supper, with his disciples, he took bread and offered you thanks. He broke the bread, gave it to them, saying, Take, eat. This is my body. It is broken for you. After supper, he took the cup, he offered you thanks, and gave it to them, saying, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant. It is poured out for you and for all that sins may be forgiven. Do this in remembrance of, of me. So hear us, most merciful Father, and send your Holy Spirit upon us in this building in church and upon those at home, and upon this bread and this wine that overshadowed by your Spirit's life-giving power, they may be the body and blood of your Son, and we may be kindled with the fire of your love and renewed for the service of your kingdom. And through Jesus Christ our Lord, with whom and in whom, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honour and glory be to you, Lord of all ages, world without end. Amen. We break this bread for the life of the world. God's holy gifts for God's holy people.
loving God, we thank you that your love is stronger than our fears and anxieties. And we ask that you would help us increasingly trust in you in all things. And we thank you for feeding us this morning. And we pray that we may be food for others. Amen. May the love of God surround you, the passion of Jesus inspire you, and the wisdom of the Spirit guide all your thoughts and actions. Amen. Amen.